Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Conspiracy Underground and the Conspiracy Underground News Team and the Tag Team Champions of the Podcast World. I'm the Lunatic Fringe, the Left Lip Ghost, and with me is the Radical One, the Savage One, Ryan Dean. And joining us, especially in studio, is the OG Dangerous World co-host himself. I can't say he's given out free mustache rides anymore, ladies. I can't do that. He's clean-shaven. Brandon Peacock is with us today. How are you guys? Very, very good, man. Yeah, I, I, as always, man, on a nice Sunday here doing uh, doing well. I'm excited to kind of do something a little different. We wanted to, you know, see if we could maybe talk about some politics and get like, you know, some of that back and forth going when it comes to this, because we're about to get into a wild time. I think it's going to be absolutely nuts. Um, you might see a lot more mostly peaceful protests with a lot of fires going on, right? Um, things like that. So, yeah, I'm excited to see where we go. But um, what's going on with you guys? Ghost, what'd you do this weekend, dude? I didn't hear from you much. Um, Friday, just kind of hung out. Um, didn't do a whole lot. Uh, watched um, The Pope's Exorcist, which was a really good movie. I I, I, I enjoy exorcism movies. And the fact that it had Russell Crowe in a different kind of, I don't know, role, it was good. It was it was one of the better exorcism movies that, that I've seen in a long time. So, But other than that, I went for a drive up in the, the mountains uh, yesterday. I saw a little box turtle crossing the road, so I, I let him go. You know, he's just sitting there going as fast as he could, trying to get to the other side. And uh, saw that, just saw some good scenery and then relaxed. And I watched uh, a movie... Is it Tomorrow War? It had uh, oh, I always draw a blank. He's he's the dude from uh, Jurassic World, uh, the newer ones. Uh, Chris, oh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yes, had him in it. So it was kind of like a futuristic. They jump forward and kind of come back, alien race type thing. But other than that, I didn't do hardly shit. Mowed the yard. That was about it. Sounds lovely. It yeah. sounds like a good week. What about you, Brandon? What'd you get into? Dude, I saw something else crossing a road uh, in my neighborhood. I'd call the fire department on a goddamn rattlesnake, man. Wow, <laughs> it was, I was it? out walking. No, no, I didn't kill it, but the motherfucker was going right towards a yard with a whole bunch of little dogs yipping their head off. And I had my dog at the same time, dude. So uh, so I think they, I, I didn't see him take him away, but they, they got taken away. I am watching uh, Great Expectations, if you guys want to n- understand how boring my life is. What is that? Um, <laughs> That's Alder Show, isn't it? No, it's a, it's a book by the, uh, what's the guy who did the Christmas Carol, uh, a Christmas Carol, uh, oh, Dickens. Dickens. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just one of, one of his, and it's got a uh, possessive maternal figure in it. Uh, that uh, that tries to fuck over a guy. Good watch. I used to watch it uh, when I was watching Wishbone on PBS. I don't know if you guys know that show, but it's a little Jack Russell. That was, I was like my introduction to a whole bunch of old school uh, literature, and which honestly definitely influences my my tastes now. If you just look on on my bookshelves, you'll see nothing but vanilla old school. This guy doesn't have any personality and gets told by the mainstream what to do. Uh, literature and it's but it's but it's good stuff anyways man i'm excited to be here too man I'm try to uh always excited to try to cross these political roads too here you know what i mean you know what uh, I mean? Yeah. and uh and i miss i miss just venting uh shouting into the 
the abyss that, that you guys get a chance to do every week, which I'm enjoying it uh, every week, by the way. The stream is, you guys have a whole bunch of material. I'm, I'm glad that you guys are able to pump it out like that because I know that's the key to success. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah thank I know. you. We do miss you on the show here too. Obviously it's fun. You know, some people, you know, it's weird how some people like they, they just want to hear shit that they want to hear. And it's actually most people that, that think that way. And if somebody presents like a, yeah, a contradicting opinion or something that's just different, it can really make some people mad. And I think that it's just really stupid. I think it's fair to kind of clown on the person that's saying something that's stupid because if they feel confident in what they're saying, they'll continue saying it. Right. Um, or, you know, that's kind of how you figure out if your ideas are good or not, if you can kind of present them to a bunch of people and stand behind them. So, um, I think that, that, you know, Brandon's obviously always done that well here on the show, kind of talking to, I would say maybe 1%, 2% of the people that are listening agree politically with the way that you see things, but that doesn't mean, you know, that we can't hear the stuff coming from that side. So I always think it's cool. And we're going to do a political segment, uh, on the show, kind of getting into some political news and stuff like that, but, um, man, I didn't do anything this weekend, dude. I watched the UFC, the saddest retirement I've ever seen. Um, had to wake up at 2 a.m. after working a, a work event the night before. Woke up at 2 a.m. to watch the fights over in Singapore. The Korean zombie retired. Just a, such a sad, like an epic movie type retirement. Oh, like everyone, you know, they're playing that cran- that zombie song from the Cranberries, mm-hmm. and the whole crowd's just screaming it, dude. And he's crying and then smiling at his wife and hugging his wife. It was sad, dude. Like I actually shed a tear for that, and I I never cry about stuff like that. But it was powerful, man. And like he's fighting a dude from Hawaii, Max Holloway, and you know all the shit going on in Hawaii now. So it was mm-hmm. just like, for some reason, it kind of put it into perspective, like how weird the world is, and like you don't have that long to do what you want to do, you know, like. It, it was it was just powerful that whole thing so kind of funny people should check that out if they haven't seen it crazy you say that because uh the wwe universe lost a very young wrestler at the age of 36 which there's kind of a conspiracy around that but the the character bray wyatt also known as the fiend uh passed away from a heart attack but uh apparently he was vaxxed and did have covid and suffered some heart conditions after being vaxxed and wow. i don't know and with the whole character thing I was talking to my buddy who's really into it. Uh, the Firefly Fun, Firefly, Firefly Funhouse thing that he did for part of his character. A lot of Masonic and symbolism that was just flashed in front of you. I mean, granted, it was probably part of the character, but it's just weird how he dies at 36 and they're like, oh, that's three sixes. And, you know, you know, you know how everybody gets when, when something Neurology. like that yeah, yeah. happens. But, the guy was very talented. I mean, he's a bigger guy, but man, he, he was one of those. He could be like a, like a Ray Mysterio type and just fly all over the ring for, for being as big as he was. But yeah, it was kind of sad to hear. And, uh, Terry Funk also passed away uh, this week, the old Funker. So yeah. we're just losing them left and right here, huh? Absolutely. Um, since Bob Barker, you- Bob Barker, I just gotta say, I don't know who is going to tell me or remind me to get my cats and, uh, and dogs spayed and neutered or who's going to keep me company, uh, when I get sick on, on weekdays, uh, mornings, but, uh, it sucks, man. It sucks. Uh, I remember him already dying. And a lot of people are, that's interesting on, cause I'm like, cause I was driving around yesterday up in the mountains and breaking news, uh, legendary, Talk show ho- or the game show host Bob Barker's dead. I'm like, he died years ago. That's like Mandela thing, thing huh? Yeah. Weird. Fucking weird. 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 Um, 
man, you mentioned numerology and right off the bat, I got something that'll, that'll fit right into our numerology here. Um, I'll share this with you guys. And I don't know if you guys have heard this before, but oh, yeah. it's 923. You heard about 923? Uh, just today. Uh, I believe Victoria sent something. It's interesting, right? You see it in movies. Now, how many times have we heard that the world's going to end on this specific date, right? Like right. it's, it's kind of stupid, but this is the kind of stuff that I think is fun. And Brandon, you'll see, we go all over the place here, but this is interesting for sure. I'm going to make sure I share my sound. It's kind of like uh, you see 1111 or 333 all the time. Yeah, it seems like it. You know what I mean? And I even sent Garrick King uh, a little thing about uh, someone breaking down the odds of you seeing 1111 on a clock on a a given day. And for him to see that for 11 months and then lead into the work that he did, it it was just kind of crazy. So, yeah, that whole numerology thing is nuts. Yeah. What is it uh, that, you know, however many minutes in a day and then you just take two of those minutes. That's how it would be. Right. Or yeah. Crazy? I, I have the clip. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up and play it later. Okay. okay. Right after. Well, check this out. This is, this is interesting stuff in all kinds of different movies. You see nine twenty three or two, three, nine, which would be just flipped around, right? The 23rd of September, but here we go. If you are getting prepared for any type of disaster, because that's what's happening in the month of September. So we're getting you ready. Go ahead. Tell yourself it's just a number. The future can be scary. Nine hours and 23 minutes. You'll be mine. The miracle of deliverance. By 923, the water of life shall proceed forth from the throne of the Lamb. You'll like some of these two brand new Sony's Ventura and Your father? Stuff. The Prince of Darkness! Let the new prince be decided on Saturday. First South Park, then the world. Signing off 923. September 23rd? September 23rd. This is Agent Dunham. I need immediate evac. 923 Church Street. Captain's log. Start at 23.9. Round it off to the nearest decimal point. We've traveled back in time to save an ancient species from total annihilation. She called us, Miss. Thursday morning, 923. September 23rd. That was our number. Yep. just all over man all these different movies right so you get the idea there but that last one uh one of the last ones was like a conspiracy type board and it said blackouts and then it had a yarn connecting to 239 or 923 whatever it was so i mean what do you think about that brandon like do you think that it's just one of those things where i'm sure that they say random dates and all kinds of different movies or do you think that in some of this like pop culture kind of stuff they do hide significant things and i'm not saying it's the end of the world but maybe some type of blackout or something do you think that there's a a relatively reasonable possibility to see that pattern there. 
Well, that Ace Ventura one, that's the one that tickled me the most, man. I fucking love I that movie. And I, I, knew, I, I don't know if you heard me, but I said, I was like, you're going to like some of these. And that was the one I was thinking I of. I can't believe that that nailed it. And then I was saying it in my mind. I was like, oh, shit, I'm part of it, man. I'm part of it. Oh, yeah. Well, what is it? Three squared is is nine. So the, the, obvious, the obvious connection is right there. Um, that's your birthday, isn't it? Or no? No, your birthday's in November. Uh, well, it's funny the way that I just said it because my birthday is nine three and I am a square. So maybe we're connecting some things here. I mean, but, but I mean, it, it, it first makes me think, okay, if pop culture is the thing you're saying they're leaving the messages in, then I think it, the, the, the mindset would go to, well, that pop culture must be referencing something bigger. And, uh, I don't normally spend too much time on this website, but if you spend any time at all, on like timeanddate.com you got a mm. whole bunch of cool cool stuff that's happening on september 3 throughout history you got the indo-pakistani war coming to an end after a un uh mandated ceasefire recognize also that they just landed on the moon so they say <laughs> nixon, nixon nixon makes a checkers speech i don't know what that one's about the kingdom of saudi arabia is founded dude phantom of the opera wow. makes its literary debut Okay, we're falling off a bit here. But then in 89, Nintendo is founded. Just what saying, about, if you want to... Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, not to cut you off. Were you doing 9.3 or 9.23? Because it was 9.23. Nine, 9.23. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So so in there is just more red string to make that picture that's behind Charlie and, and always sunny in right. Philadelphia. You guys can make that as much as you want. <laughs> I, uh, as a... What I like to think is a real skeptic. I love parsimony. I love the least amount of complicating factors in explaining something. So as soon as we can grab on to what you guys think is being claimed to have changed because of all of these symbols and, and hints that they're leaving us, then it'd be, then, then it's great to, we'll look behind that and see, well, did this, did this accomplish that change that you guys are saying might have happened because of, of these symbolic, of these symbologies? Um, the tricky thing is my my history with conspiracy theory is is that that end goal is very very squishy. I remember having to explain 2012 myself after I watched the Zeitgeist movie a few too many times, right? <laughs> and then having having to walk back like, well, 2012 on this date is going to be the end of the world. To uh, well, things are going to change, and then well, certain things are going to change, and it just starts getting more and more diluted. So yeah. if there's if there's something that you guys that reach out. That is like a connect a through line through all of these movies, especially. I'd love to hear it, but I'm I'm not staying up at night, like right. worrying about, worried about these yeah, effects at all. Me neither. No. Me neither. No. But uh, I mean, Ghost, so same same kind of thing with you, or do you feel like there's something something kind of hidden in that? I'm a little bit of both because, and obviously, I'm going to reference Garrick again. Um, in part of my series that I did with him, he was breaking down the new Matrix movie. And some of the words that uh, were on the signs, and then he'd plug that into Demetria and what it would come out to and all that was kind of fascinating. And then, Brandon, you mentioned uh, 2012. I used to walk around not laughing in people's faces, but I'm like, they're like, the Mayan calendar says it's going to end. And I, I'd laugh at I'm like, no, it, it doesn't. It just it's just it's the end of that calendar to start over again. It's not the end of the world. And people are like, Oh, you're, you're fucking dumb. Well, here we are. It's 2023 and it, it didn't fucking end. So I get, I, you know, sometimes I do think a little logically, a lot of times like to be way out there, but I don't know. I, when you get into these numbers and, and 
plug them into Gematria and why is Hollywood, you know, putting 923 in there or 1111 or whatever, you know, number codes, there has to be a, they're trying, they're, they're telling somebody in the know, um, something. And obviously we're not in the know because we're sitting here on a, on a little podcast discussing it, not knowing what the fuck they're talking about. So, you know, we're just going to speculate. So I don't know. That's just my take. I I totally get that. I totally see that's, I'm going to go, I mean, I could go off on some, useless dad tangent here about how beautiful the world is and everything's a miracle. But the problem is with the, the the way this rubs me wrong is that it starts to look like everything is coincidence. And it's like when you're talking about people who deal with miracles, who say miracles happen all the time, it's like, well, if everything is a miracle and if everything is a coincidence, then it's really lost. It's, it's definition. Like it doesn't, why right. it doesn't have any, any force behind the definition itself, but uh, goddamn, it was right right when i was it was right when jim carrey was coming out with uh with 23 that i dipped out of the whole uh believing in conspiracy theorists other than the one that uh birds aren't real and we're all uh mass genocided in the uh, middle of the 20th century but uh past that uh i I love i love looking at the connections anyways numbers are cool as shit uh it's strange to me that we stick to an arabic number set can i can i just say that and not accused of anything Oh, you're right. free speech here. You're, you're fine. That is weird <laughs> for sure. Um, I, I, yeah, man, the, when they say that, you know, everyone's a miracle and whatnot, I, I really do push back on that too. Cause there's some people that are just above an ape when it comes, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. not based off skin color, not Agreed. based off Agreed. geography, nothing. It's just, I mean, all kinds of really, really dumb people. I actually have something here from the fifties. We can maybe play it later. A fifties commercial, uh, educating people about, what they're calling Mongolians. They mean Mongoloids, which is still not cool, but yeah, they're calling them Mongolians. Um, Kind of strange here, but this is something, and I'm going to, I tried to keep this, you know, mostly politically uh, charged, I guess, but this is an interesting one. And I'm I'm real curious, like what you think Brandon about like 15 minute cities, AI governing cities and all this kind of stuff. Tucson is actually on a list of, um, of cities that is that has a big goal to get 15 minute cities in it so so I'm is always... uh, so is flagstaff okay or no oh, wait no not flagstaff what's the one right outside of phoenix tempe maybe no it's uh, another big name city in in arizona mesa mesa glendale Glendale. no scottsdale scottsdale yeah is the most was. livable place on earth they call it bunch of smug assholes though yes except for one except for one Except for who? She's a Patreon. Oh, oh yeah, of course. I mean, they, yeah. you know, the people that support. Don't bite the hands, yeah, dude. She'll yeah. even tell you. She will right. even tell you honestly. Like, yeah, there's a lot of really smug people up here. Um, it's it's absolutely true. But yeah, so check this out. This is about uh, 15 minute cities here, um, and C40. It's called. This video is not meant to scare you, but if you haven't heard of the Global Smart City Initiative. You need to watch this video. There is a company called Arup Group. They have their own section inside the World Economic Forum website. For 10 years, they have been extremely close partners with a project called C40 Cities. I came across a document called The Future of Urban Consumption in a 1.5 degree Celsius World. This report states that their 2030 C40 city goals are zero kilos meat consumption, zero kilo dairy consumption, zero private vehicles, a maximum of one short 
flight per person every three years and a seven-year lifetime on all electronics. And this is not just some idea. This initiative currently have 96 member cities all around the world and makes up about 20% of the global economy. Do your own thinking and draw your own conclusions. Peace. Okay, so Brandon, do you like cheese? Do you like meat? Uh, I love, I love it. I love it. Now, and this isn't a trap question, but would you give up your freedom to eat and access healthy cheese and healthy meat because the government says that it would help the economy and help the world and all these things? Mm, Genuinely. No, for, that, for that reason, for that reason, no, I would not. No. Okay, good. I thought if you're going to say, yeah, I was like, I was no. going to call you. I was going to say bullshit. No. <laughs> I know you like cheese. I know you like good food. Like, yeah. There's some people like I, I understand like the vegans, which is I mean, it really is crazy to me to be vegan unless your body just can't process meat or whatever. I could see them getting into like, yeah, let's just eat crickets. Let's eat like these things because they're already kind of a little fucked up. You know what I mean? Um, they're nutrient deficient that because they're not eating meats. I know how ghosts would feel about this stuff. I'm just curious. Like, what do you think about all these things where they say like you only get one flight a year? I don't fly at all, but I think that that's bullshit. I'm actually kind of scared to fly. Um, what do you think about all these things? Well, I have to say first, Christopher Nolan looks terrible and he's really gone off the deep end. <laughs> it did kind of look like him. I, I love, I loved Oppenheimer, but man, this guy's going, going crazy. Quit, and he's, he used the same soundtrack behind him. And I hope you guys caught that. I didn't dude. I haven't even seen <laughs> which, that. Which by the way, if you guys ever see uh, a, a comparison of two videos with like a, a shark in each video, it really changes your perception of what the shark looks like depending on what kind of music you put right. behind it obviously if right. you let yeah. robert zemeckis produce that that soundtrack it's going to sound a little scarier than it would right. if it were uh, <laughs> but uh no i think um i think that for uh, the vast majority of instances uh at least in america and i want to say the western world but i'm not so uh so traveled in it i'm actually more traveled in the eastern parts of the world than the West as far as Europe goes. But I like the idea, and I think that it happens, it plays out this way, that government leads, uh, government follows um, society in, in, in large, large part. I think it can be the crux upon which real changes are made. And that's not saying whether they're good changes or bad. They just, because there's so much money behind something like a federal government, uh, that is why we, uh, we we save it up all in the same savings account so we can be able to spend it like that sometimes. So obviously, bigger uh, com- uh, corporations with bigger value have scary effects on society. But I, this goes back to our iron triangle that we were, I think, discussing last time, uh, Ryan, where you've got all these different sorts of inputs that lead to political outputs. I don't think that those inputs are as you know are as should be as maligned as you guys often do on on shows like this um you ever watch like the uh like world economic forum meetings and the davos meetings and stuff like that because they do talk about this like how they want to cut down significantly meat consumption and we do waste here a lot that's a fact but i don't know like i i used to work in the grocery store sector sort of right and the amount of food that they throw away rather than giving it to homeless people is crazy. I mean, just give it to give it to people that would still eat it. People, there's so many people out there that would eat shit a day or two after it says use by, right? Give it to those people. But this is kind of set up to where it keeps poor people poor. Instead, they just jack the price up. 
but they talk about all these things. It's not such a conspiracy. It doesn't seem like. My, my thing is you said the government kind of follows. Oh yeah. The people. Yeah. I disagree with that too. I think it's purposely put out there by big corporations fed by the government in order to influence the population to start moving in uh, a certain direction. And then the government comes in like, oh, well, let's just follow and look like the good guy. I'm not a fan of government. I'm not a fan of big government at all. I'm not I'm not going to fucking start a compound and don't call me David Koresh. But, you know, I'm I'm more maximum amount of freedom, maximum amount of personal responsibility. Get the government out of my life. You know, obviously, there's certain things I do think we need from government, you know. Uh, I'm a vet. You're a vet. I think we need a good military. We need we need defense from other countries. From ourselves, really, yeah, because yeah. we're the ones that start all the wars, not us. But, you know, right. but as far as, you know, if people want to eat bugs or want to go that whole route, let them have that choice. That That's their sure. choice. to do that. You don't have to force me to do it. Just like I can't force you to have an abortion or not have an abortion or you get force you to have a medical procedure or not have a medical procedure. It's your choice. And, you know, if I want to choose to eat meat and drink a lot of beer and eat a lot of dairy and raise a lot of farting cows, that, that should be my choice. Because at the end of the day, this whole carbon thing, and it, it, it's a fucking lie and a scam. Yeah, and I can see the vitriol with which Hollywood liberal elites look upon that perspective of yours i mean that sounded almost exactly like ron swanson what was that that part where he's like if you want to buy 300 pounds of hamburgers and balloon up to a weight of 260 you can't that is what america makes what america, america what makes america beautiful right, right. um yeah so i i, I totally under, I totally understand that man i i think my the thing that kind of popped the bubble for me for that set of beliefs was realizing how little uh, government can actually do. And I know that sounds um, like the opposite of, of what I just, what I just said, but I think the truth is made of, of, uh, of true sand fictions at the same time. No, no, they're just two opposing truths that that just happened to be the case. And well, you I are think, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. I think, I think that um, it's a lot like the government is evil idea is replacing the idea of people are evil and there are evil demons out there because we've become a more secularized uh, uh, world. And I think it's actually good to have some level of skepticism, obviously towards the government. You guys know how I do break down on government figures, but, um, but they, they are, they are not always malevolent. They are sometimes just incompetent. And that explains a whole bunch of stuff to me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree. And but at the end of the day, I think there's a lot more evil in government than uh, a lot of people will give credit for. And, a lot more evil than stupidity, I would say. Yes. Right. And some of these people that, you know, even on the right or the left, you know, pe there's people out there that love the Marjorie Taylor Greene people. And there's people out there that love the Cory Bookers. Who's that one whore, Bobert? Uh, Hogan, what a 
She's so bad. She's like feeding underage kids like alcohol and like, you know, just getting, I, there was a recording. It was on from the Tim Dillon podcast. And her husband whipped his dick out in front of a whole bunch of, yeah, he did that. He ran over someone's (laughs) mailbox and like Bobert's out in the driveway throwing shoes at him and stuff. And he knocks over his neighbor's mailbox and the cop, there's the cop call on record where he's like, this jackass Bobert, it's Lauren Bobert's husband. Yes, the congresswoman. <laughs> he just ran into my fucking mailbox. And it's like, it sounds like something from idiocracy. But um, yeah, you said something right there, uh, you know, too. I, I, I did want to go back to that because I, I would say that the government tries to, and it's provable that they try to shape culture. Look at the hippie movement, provable that they that they mm-hmm. created that. This whole Black Lives Matter thing government that is not an organic thing it started out organic but there is like concrete proof that the government was behind these these movements um and they do this through hollywood too right they make it seem like hollywood isn't a branch of the government in some way the propaganda is there and it's become more pro-government and i actually had this thought the other day that it's a long-term goal for them i think that they created these hippies to to kind of push back against the government and they kind of from the outside they look like losers right and kids naturally want to kind of do the opposite of their parents, unless their parents are very successful, but most hippies weren't successful, right? They were kind of just like there. So you get this yuppie wave, right? What were we going to say? Free love and AIDS. Right. And so, so you just like these kids grow up seeing their parents and being like, oh, I don't really want to be like that. I'm going to be pro-government, you know, because it's opposite of the hippies and it's opposite of all that shit that they were doing. So I don't know. I think it is. It's something to think about where maybe it isn't necessarily government like Congress and the executive branch, but it's some hidden hand of government like these unelected leaders, the World Economic Forum, uh, Yuval Harari telling people and he's high up. It's like Klaus Schwab's right hand man saying that in the future, we're going to be eating our feces saying that like <laughs> straight up, you know, and it's not he's not saying it. I don't think tongue in cheek. I think that these people hate us, man. I really do. And Klaus Schwab's dad, I never failed to mention was a Nazi, like legitimate Nazi, worked for Esther Weiss and she, my my audience knows this, they made flamethrowers and turbines for the Nazis, and this man's father was a Nazi, and he still talks like a Nazi. So people like that, I think, need to be really paid attention to the unelected leaders. Well, then I hate to think of what you guys think of the menu that was offered up to conservatives all over this country the, uh, earlier this week. You got Nikki Haley uh, quoting Maggie Thatcher, you got Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, yeah. lift, uh, lifting off of Obama and Ron DeSantis impersonating a stump. Uh, how do you guys, how do you guys feel about all or none of them? Is it all the same? This is ridiculous. By the way, I, I don't know if you guys agree to, but they're all running for separate for their own jobs and head of their own uh, departments. But what do you guys think then about this week in the debate? Yeah, I got a good Ramaswamy clip as well. Uh, looks like Ghost is pulling something up here. But yeah, man, I think that they're all the same things are going to happen no matter what. You know, the same agendas are going to be pushed through. I think that the economy was meant to drop, right? They put uh, they put Biden in there to make it seem like it's just this bumbling idiot that falls upstairs and shits his pants, puts his pants on backwards. They made it seem like this is the reason that all this is happening is because America fucked up and voted Biden in, which I still don't believe. I still believe, even though I'm not a fan of Trump anymore at all, um, I still believe that they voted on Trump, man. Like you could just see, I don't, I don't think anyone can really say in good faith and honestly i don't think anyone could say biden's doing a good job right now maybe you can brandon but i w- i would say you're wrong <laughs> well he, my um, go ahead go ahead ghost go ahead. i was just gonna say i was just being funny he's good at taking naps 
He is good at napping. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think we all need a little change and a little little rest. So maybe he's just setting a good example. You know, um, <laughs> no, uh, my 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 over my one of the most annoying parts of being so analytical and uh, defensive as I am about my own political group is that uh, these overarching terms like good and bad. I don't think even think I liked to use them when Trump was president to talk about him. I really like distilling them into smaller like topics and saying like, okay, well, you're talking about this topic. What's the extent to which a president can have an effect on this topic? Um, and and then let's see what, what the numbers say. The problem is, is that I am still hung over from the good two years of the Trump presidency where those numbers, they didn't matter shit to, to Trump supporters. <laughs> and I know you guys which don't numbers? want to be, Well, a, a lot of them, uh, a, a lot of them. I mean, the ones that you would not want to ascribe to a conservative president. Uh, if like the you were, debt, like the national yeah, debt. The spending. Especially the national debt, the funding of the programs that um, allowed mail-in ballots to happen themselves, yeah. the uh, creation of the vaccine, all that good stuff. Um, anyways, those numbers at the time. I got to stop you there. He, he had not, that vaccine was already created in, I believe, 2012. Well, yeah, how about the guy, how, but the guy that's happy taking uh, taking oh, credit for him yes. for it himself, then <laughs> to whatever yeah. extent that that matters. So uh, if you guys have something in particular as far as his performance on the economy, I, I understand that there's this big push by mainstream media to get you guys to to buy into the idea that the economy is actually doing pretty good. And I definitely see all the reports that talk about the disconnect between those actual numbers and the way that people feel. I mean, this yeah. the number the, the number in particular, which is always low, or excuse me, always high uh, in polls. The number of people who think that the country is going in the wrong direction at something like sixty four percent. It's always it's always really high. We're uh, on some level a very pessimistic country, uh, but um, yeah. So it kind of de- depends which one. But there are plenty of ways in which I I don't like that he's going, and uh, I still fall back on my definition of him from his from the beginning of his presidency. Uh, where he is a a, a neo a neoliberal, um, which I'll, isn't always the same as the kind of liberal that I would like to see from a politician. So yeah, I hear you. Well, yeah, maybe we can talk about that a little later then. But what were you going to play here? Uh, this is on uh, Vivek. Uh, I like this guy's breakdown of it because I see a lot of people, even in the uh, conspiracy podcast realm, some of our friends are. I'm, I wouldn't say they're kind of for this Vivek guy, but they're like, hey, you know. He's saying some good stuff, kind of how I almost got hoodwinked by fucking Bobby the K, you know? So, oh, the guy with an annoying voice? That yeah. guy? Like he he's holding out a fart? Yeah. And then he turned out the cunt of the week for three weeks in a row. So, yeah, he's the worst. Yeah. Yeah, let's hear what we got. Ramaswamy, should you trust him? Some of you won't like this, but hear me out. He seems to be everywhere. Vic Ramaswamy. Oh, Sorry, should you trust him? Keep us guessing. Some of you won't like this, but hear me out. He seems to be everywhere. Clips of him giving it to the man and calling out the establishment all over social media. Skyrockets from unknown to top of the Republican polls. And I understand why. He says what we all want to hear. End the war. Secure the border. Drain the swamp. Unity. Freedom. Truth. Which outlets are considered untrustworthy propaganda media? MSNBC, Business Insider, AP, 
Forbes, The New York Times, The New Yorker, Huffington Post, Axios, Political, just to name a few. The mouthpiece of the establishment. Then why are they all so supportive of Vivek? Doesn't make sense. How is he considered anti-establishment when he's supported by the establishment? If you or I were to say some of the anti-woke things he says, we would be shadow banned. But somehow, he's trending on every single major social media platform. Hmm. Prior to politics, he was a hedge fund manager. His claim to fame was a pharmaceutical startup company called Royvent. In the nine years it's been in business, it has never been profitable or delivered a working product. Although Royvent continues to fail their clinical trials, they were able to find investors and raise money making Vivek an extremely wealthy entrepreneur. Good at convincing people to invest. Poor at delivering product and execution. Not a good sign. So what about the money? The media highlights that Vivek has invested over $10 million of his own money to fund his campaign, an honorable feat. Vivek announced his run for presidency in February 2023. How long do you think it takes to make that decision and execute a plan? Six, eight months? July 2022, the value of Royvent stock is just over $3 per share. On February 21st, 2023, Vivek announces his run for presidency, and on February 22, he sells 4 million shares for approximately $32 million at nearly $8 per share, well over $15 million in profit in six months prior to him announcing presidency. Good for him, right? Make that money. Company is losing over $1 billion per year, but he got paid. Smart guy. But any time things are just so coincidental, I'm forced to keep digging. Why did the stock price of an unprofitable, failing company rise over 100%? How does it go from an all-time low to nearly its all-time high? Institutional money. You remember when Vivek said the financial investment giants like BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard represent arguably the most powerful cartel in human history? Well, guess who's on the list of institutional investment giants that started giving his company money one year ago? You want to guess? BlackRock, BlackRock State Boom. Street, and Vanguard. All three have added to their positions in the last quarter, and Roviant, which Vivek still owns 7% share in, is now up over 300% in the last year, making it worth close to $1 billion. During the Republican primary debate, Vivek vowed to end the teachers' union, Guess who is also on this list of investors? California State Teachers Retirement System. Look, his intentions may be pure, and this is all a coincidence. Maybe there is a great explanation. However, I am not a financial analyst nor investigative reporter, but I was able to find all this out in a couple hours of sifting through publicly available data. Why is this connection to George Soros via scholarship and his involvement in the Ohio COVID-19 response team scrubbed from Wikipedia. In 2021, he was named a young global leader by the World Economic Forum. Two years later, after using that title to raise investments for his company, he sued the WEF to remove his name from the list. Three months after that, he was able to settle with Klaus Schwab's WEF and receive a formal letter of apology how do you sue what many may consider evil, the World Economic Forum, and win and get an apology letter in three months? He's either that good or I don't know.
any real journalist or news outlet could have easily found out all this info, but they didn't. Real question is, why? Vivek. That's great information. His delivery is a little rough, but I, I, that, that information is phenomenal. And, you know, that's uh, it's kind of I'll play mine right now, too. Um, it's much shorter and it's not as thorough. But it touches. It kind of reminded on... me of the Dark Knight when the Chinese guys on the television screen and Joker's like, "Yeah, he's a fraud." <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah, man, the that... squealers, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty rough. Uh, okay, so here's another one. It's shorter, like I said, but uh, good stuff's here still. So first, let me just address a question that is on everybody's mind at home tonight. Who the heck is this skinny guy with a funny last name, and what the heck is he doing in the middle of this debate stage? I'll tell you, I'm not a politician. Of a mill worker's son who dares to defy the odds. The hope of a skinny kid with a funny name who believes that America has a place for him, too. So who is Vivek Ramaswamy? The Obama plagiarizing big pharma CEO who wrote a book less than a year ago in which he compared Trump to sore loser Stacey Abrams, said he respects Pence, and says that Mike Pence did the right thing on January 6th. A man who tweeted out, well said George Soros, and seemingly even parroted his rhetoric on open societies. A man who took money for his law school from a Soros fellowship, said he did it in a video defending himself, quote, when I didn't have the money. When I didn't have the money and it was a merit scholar Yet Fox News reported that he made millions of dollars that year and a million dollars every year for a couple years prior, so he lied about that. A man who made a fortune off of a failed Alzheimer's drug and a man who just last year wrote a Wall Street Journal op-ed in which he said, The most important step in fighting the COVID-19 pandemic was the distribution of vaccines. That's in 2022. So who is big pharma salesman Vivek? Well, he's whoever you want him to be, because just like Obama, he'll say whatever he has to say, even copying Obama to tell the naive and foolish sheeple what they want to hear. Everyone's giving this guy softball interviews and weak debates. Vivek, if you want a real challenge, come on my channel. I don't buy your shtick at all. So first, let me just... Yeah, so... Seems Shout like out a funny dude. Yeah, yeah, he's an interesting dude, right? Yeah, he is. I loved his shirt, though. I mean, the Bob great... Ross? Ross. I know. One of the best things to go to sleep to these days. Um, is it still on? Yeah, it's on, like, Hulu, I think. Oh, no shit, because I remember being a kid, okay... Waiting for uh, baseball practice, uh, you know, Little League. And I'd come home and, you know, had rest up for practice or a game. And I'd be sitting there and I'd put on PBS and there's there's the calm. Yeah, dude. Put a little tree here. And, and I'd take a nap and yeah. watch Bob Ross paint. I love the theory that all of uh, all of his paintings are like where he hid dead bodies. And he's a serial killer. It's total <laughs> bullshit, but it'd just be right. hilarious, right? I, yeah, I love I love I like that the, show. I like the meme where it compares the sound of his hitting his, like uh, knocking the water off of his brush. Oh, beating the, the devil out of it. Yeah, yes. To the sound that, that you that you would hear as a parent walking towards your kids, your son's <laughs> yeah. closed the door, just like your 13 year old testosterone son. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's uh, so anyway, you know, back back to business, you know, it's a super serious show. Can um, you can you can't you guys see, though, the supporters, how they might know all that information and, and not yet feel and yet feel comfortable with it? I hope you guys can can. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. They did with Trump and with Obama, okay. too. That's not Obama. See, yeah. When yeah. when there's this charismatic figure, uh, people yeah. will just like kind of turn a blind eye to it. But. It's it's nuts that someone would turn a blind eye to fucking Hitler because he was so charismatic. 
I'm yeah. not comparing the dude to Hitler. I'm just saying people like charismatic people. Yeah. yeah Which is man. one thing that 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 I it's almost it's it's a little bit of a gotcha button that I press for myself to to say, oh, didn't I didn't I tell you right? Well, anyways, the fact that early on, especially when when Trump was uh, at his height of uh, of preferredness by the American public, um, we would also often talk about how you know it's those smooth talkers, which Trump is one. It's those smooth talkers, and Obama right. is too. Most presidents, a lot of presidents are. I'll say that uh, those are smooth talkers that you got to watch out for. It's the real, um, it's it's the those ones with the charisma and the confidence who you have to watch out for. So when someone like Biden is mumble mouthing his way through a speech, the same way I do one of these podcasts, I feel very comfortable in myself <laughs> with my choice of president. I have to tell you that. <laughs> yeah, man, but he's mumbling and bumbling because he's got like brain. He's brain dead. That's the reason why, you know, like it's not, he used to be a fairly okay speaker, you know? So he's just essentially a brain tumor, you know, back when he was still a, a full out blown admitted racist. And then now he forgets that he was ever a racist, but it's okay. I, I think forget. he's older than all three of us put together. I'm pretty sure. Ghost is older than we are, Brandon, but I think he's quite a bit older than all three of us put together, um, which yeah. is scary. Famous didn't happen just I, last weekend. So I think you're you're proving your guys' uh, numerology skills here because I'm older 32. than 30. You're older than 30. This is going to add up. I don't know. So that would be like a hundred. So maybe not. Towards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe not. But still, dude, I, he's got yeah. the brain of a 100 year old man. I will say that he seems like he's been dead for 10 years. For sure. For sure. And one, one last pushback just on the videos. Uh, it always seems more ominous when you drop into your, uh, your video that the mainstream hasn't covered these sorts of connections. I just, I mean, a quick Google search shows all of this stuff being covered by the big mainstream media in the past few years. So there's always a, uh, a disclaimer warning that you should play for yourself in your own mind. When you hear something like this is secret information. Cause a lot of the times right. it's just something you haven't read before. <laughs> so. Well, that's a tactic that uh, people like that dude do. Um, what's his name? Anomaly. Um, it, it, to make them seem like they have some information that you don't have. Um, and, and for the record, I really don't trust that dude. I think he does good work, but I don't trust him at all. I think he's, uh, he's probably like some, he's funded by somebody I would imagine just cause anytime one of these shows gets huge, they seem sketchy to me. Like whether it's, uh, you know, Alex Jones, whether it's any of these other shows, like how are they able to say this shit on their platform to millions and millions of people? Supposedly sure. He got kicked off of you're like muted that. again, ghost. Oh, no, you're not. No, uh -huh. you're not. Didn't uh didn't he start out as like a uh a rapper uh, of some sort? Who or anomaly? Like he he I don't he, know. I don't follow him or anything. I, I'm not sure about a story. I just think he he's just a weird dude. Him and that other guy, that real quiet guy that uh he had that really cool information about Egypt and Star Wars, like the correlations behind like the esoteric uh, aspects yeah. of Star Wars and Egypt. Um, but yeah, dude, just any of these. So it's kind of like a cursed industry to get into like if you're doing a conspiracy podcast because if you get to a certain level you know no one's going to trust you because of you know unless they're you know just kind of blindly following you and whatnot but um i i just made some fresh kool-aid did you people that, need to drink it actually that, i think that is that they actually really drank <laughs> that is that is one of the the perverse effects of your guys's industry is that when when the rubber when it comes time for the rubber to hit the road and for people to actually push forward on things in the way you would push forward on things if you actually believe this stuff, I'm not saying this to say you guys don't believe it, but 
uh it ends up looking fake criminal uh like a false flag event or like a terrorist you know (laughs) you only got so many ways to be uh to be portrayed uh the best freedom fighters normally get that label one of those labels ascribed to them anyways so then so then after it it's hard to tell which is the truth which is the truth anyways i mean america i mean they laid it all out who team america how'd they do that huh durka durka oh (laughs) yeah man you know it is it is one of those things but um I've said it on my show many times. I've really shifted into thinking that I'm some kind of voice like that people should listen to. It's just some information that you can listen to if you want, right? Like that's the way that I try to put it out. I don't think that everyone should listen. Um, I, I always try to say like, do the research yourself and all this stuff. Um, but yeah, man, it is, uh, it is very, very interesting how all this shit works out. Do you want to play a couple clips ghost? Because I don't want to take too much time here up front. If you got anything that, was interesting and then maybe we can get into more political shit i was just gonna say i mean if you're taking a a a, a new show I, now granted we do cover some pretty good serious topics and we've, we've been broke, ahead of some things the bud light thing we the, crushed that i think we were a little bit ahead on uh the whole fucking laser beam uh blue roof thing yeah and some people have been quoting that and they're friends of mine and they're not even saying that they heard it from me which is very disrespectful but that's all right and it's like we we broke that to you you guys like come on i mean yeah, it's all right i know i'm keeping score here okay good i'm glad you are because i, I yeah. can't can't write if down there, if, if there's anything in what i just said to make you guys think that i don't think this is a worthwhile enterprise or that listeners should keep listening especially subscribe subscribe on patreon as soon as you get done with this podcast <laughs> uh you're you're wrong you're wrong i love you guys uh it's only these these the the real hucksters and you guys you guys can all can spot them and you know they're not on one side of the the political aisle anyways so right. sometimes it takes a while to spot them though it does and what to finish off what i was saying come on the the the, the new show is called cunt okay so there's <laughs> take it with a grain of salt and like ryan said do your own homework okay i know brandon was kind of you know saying hey we need to put these we've put these disclaimers out there you know well over a year ago now and the people now this is just for the new listeners if you're just tuning in do your own research you know look it up you know if you if you like what brandon's saying or or ryan or my myself look it up you know you're gonna find the answers that you need just you know sit back and enjoy the show yeah what were you gonna say you should only you should only put those disclaimers on uh, the way that I described you should, if you want to think like me, just that's not an aspirational thing for a lot of people that are listening right now. I understand. Uh, but no, if they, if you don't, uh, if they don't work for you, you can shoot them down like a plane, uh, like the plane that Pergosian was on, uh, earlier this week, trying to segue here. Do you guys want to talk about Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that is an interesting thing. What, uh, what were you saying about that? So a few months ago, I think it was a late last year, um, uh, the, Wagner Group, this head of private mercenaries that now Brandon, you know, what's that? Oh, you got to Americanize this. It's the Wagner Group. Okay, oh, the, the Wagner, Wagner Group, Bostonize yeah. it, and it's uh, it's Volk, it's Volkswagen, right? Right. Yeah. And I, I live on Lachola Boulevard, something. something yeah. Like no, I've got. I'm deep into my romantic languages, man. I'm going to go with them. So you got the Wagner Group here. They're a whole bunch of private mercenaries. They apparently make most slash all of their money from state contracts. So um, the mainstream media would 
make you think that Putin is making uh, is controlling every one of their moves, right? Um, they're, they're just a uh, an outreach of the same organization. Not true, said this guy uh, Evgeny Prigozhin. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, he says no. Uh, what Putin is doing to his own Russian soldiers late last year uh, is not the way that I choose to honor my motherland. And I'm going to march my set of mercenaries back towards Russia uh, just to make sure that uh, Putin gets the idea that there's a strong force against him. We are the people and we're going to go up. And, and as soon as he gets into Moscow, uh, Putin makes a deal with him. Something happened behind closed doors to make uh, Prigozhin back off, pull the the Wagner group away from um, away made, from Moscow. Only and, made it to Moscow. Um, you, you might be right. You might be right. It's another, maybe it was uh, St. Uh, I'm going to mix up my Russian cities because they've all been named the same fucking thing <laughs> over the last hundred years anyways. But anyways, um, Wagner group looked like they were making a big stand. That didn't happen. That whole front seemed to dissolve. And just last week, the, a plane that, uh, was, was videotaped falling from the sky in a way that seems very, very strange for a plane to fall from the sky. Uh, but, uh, this Evgeny Prigozhin was on it. And I, I, I gotta be honest, when I look at anything foreign, I just have to put an extra layer of skepticism on everything because you know that everything that's coming out, especially of an enemy state is a little bit tinted. And you know that everything that's coming out from us about them is tinted too. And when they mix, you just get, this this kaleidoscope of find the facts here so it's really hard to tell i didn't even know if this wagner uh revolution could be really called that i didn't do enough digging and they definitely didn't cover it any more than like russia today would which is like where you have one person who is strongly pro-russia and against wagner at the time uh to say and then but throughout the whole show when they have a guest guest spot they're ridiculed the whole time so you never really get a good uh idea of what the Russians are thinking about this, but, and I don't always claim the deaths of political enemies on political figures who they were the enemies of, but this one looks a little bit fishy. I mean, who the way that this plane dropped, apparently they've figured it out that it needed to have stopped very, very quickly going forward. You know, like it, it definitely started to go down and there's only a certain amount of ways that that can happen. Obviously a missile is not being talked about, and obviously, Russia is denying all of it. So, upon hearing the, that news, what 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 comes out of your guys' minds? Where was it shot down over? Was it shot down over Russia or Africa? Mm, no, I think you're thinking about the force that he had in Africa because he had a big part to play in the imperialism that Russia is doing in Africa. But let me check exactly where it was shot down over. Now, is this a, a political rival of Putin? not political any more than the head of, you know, this could be like, this is not like Scott was, Bezos, but he, he's was on the level. Yeah, go ahead. Right. He he was over there fighting against the Russian troops for uh, Zelensky. No, no, no. So they are fighting with Russia for the the majority of the war. They're fighting on uh, Russia's, okay, on Russia's dollar. But then in the middle of it, let's see, I can, yeah, it was late last year, right? He said, he puts out all these videos saying, I am against uh, Putin in general. This is a terrible war. We're going to push back. Hmm. Were you trying to say something earlier, Gus? 
No, I was I was thinking for some reason he was he was actually on Zelensky's side. I mean, if you if you if you say that the revolution that he fronted for those, I think it was a maybe a week and a half. It lasted not that long at all. If you want to say that because he was against Putin, he was for Zelensky, you could make an argument about that. That's why I wonder because why well, wonder what you guys think because this is this would not be the kind of person that would be killed according to a whole bunch of conspiracy theorist mindsets, you know? Right. So have I have I shaken your guys' ideology here? What, what what's what are you guys thinking here? It, we've 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 talked about the whole Russia Ukraine thing here on this show. It, I wouldn't say in great depth, but we've covered it you know a decent amount. I I don't think anything that we're kind of shown and and you kind of hinted on this. You know when 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 you get media from a quote unquote enemy state. Or what we put out, it's going to be tinted and you get a kaleidoscope color of what the truth might be. Now, having said that, I've said this many times here. Our government's telling us Putin is the bad guy. Okay, Russia's always been the bad guy since I was little and since you guys were little. You know, I'm, I got about a little over 10 years on you guys. I've never seen Russia really do anything bad that i needed to fear for my life for russia okay and then now okay we fast forward all of a sudden this thing in ukraine now we're giving billions and billions and billions of dollars to them to fight this supposed war that we don't even really truly know what it's all about but what it supposedly started out as is that certain section of ukraine wanted to go back to russia because they they, that's who they more, more identified. They, they identified as Russians and Zelensky was pr- persecuting them and Putin was standing up for them. And then it got all spun out to Putin's invading and, and doing all this. And I think they're just trying to keep up some facade so that we can keep laundering money to a, a country that had a lot of vaccine um, research facilities. Or, They're not, very fucking corrupt, too. I mean, they're extremely corrupt. Uh, uh, chemical warfare or, or, or viral, you know, shit. Uh, those those kind of factories. Drawing a blank, sorry. Get fucking mentally retarded here sometimes. So I don't know. And then I, I was always kind of, to go back to the Va- Wagner group, I was uh, kind of under the impression that they were fighting for Zelensky, and now you're telling me kind of the opposite. I don't know what to think. Well, I, you know, you guys know that my, I hope you guys know that my information streams are no more rebellious than you guys are, right. than your guys' uh, information streams. So there, this could be another instance. I mean, there's plenty of people, I believe, that that listen to the way that I just told that story, which is the mainstream media story with a little bit of skepticism in it, a little bit of cynicism in it, but um, they look at that and it is an alien story. So it could be a, a, an issue of bubbles. The problem is both of us are going to be sitting here in the continental United States with not enough money to go over to serve a little bit of time as an investigative journalist in Moscow, <laughs> which is, I think the level of, of trustworthiness you want from you guys want from your, from your news sources. 
Um, I, I'm not the first one to point this out, obviously, but the way that you talk about the specter of Russia is a lot of the same ways that I thought of it before 2014, you know, before Crimea, uh, before Crimea happened, it's very, people will note that that was of course, when my, when my boy Obama was in, uh, was in office and you can, I'm sure, um, uh, see how that would influence my, my thinking of Russia more as, the way that conservatives did think of Russia uh, in the before the nineties, I would say um, compared to what it is right now. I, I still do buy a whole bunch of what you're saying goes to when I was here last time for an old school meetup with, with Ryan, I can say that a whole bunch of money that's being sent over there from our government is a whole, I mean, it, it, it it's, it's getting wasted. It's making, making certain people who we would want to be rich, rich. Um, there we, I, how you want to deal with this fact is up to you, but you know, there are dogs hurting over there. You know, there are pets. There, there are, yeah. It would be called fraud, waste and abuse. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but, but it's, we also just have to accept the fact that there are kids hurting over there. There are animals who matter more to me, <laughs> to be honest, yeah. think of all those homeless dogs, you know? So it's a matter of how you want to get the money there. But uh, the percentage of, foreign aid that you, the United States has ever doled out at any given time does not like, because it's so low, it doesn't uh, give me any, cause, give me any pause on whether it should be sent, uh, sent over there. For there was an amount of money though, honestly. that went over there. That was kind of crazy, it, you know, way too much in my opinion. And then when you see what is going on with Hawaii, there's mm-hmm. a lot of kids that died there too. There's a lot of, uh, I mean, the kids were sent home from school that day for some reason. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of dogs that died there and they're getting $700 per household right now. Last I checked, I don't know if that's changed, which is nothing. I mean, I think they get a 90 day moratorium, uh, on their properties or some shit like that, but it, you can, you can tell if you're just looking at it objectively, you would think that, you know, there's some kind of blackmail going on there. There's no real reason why that much money should be going over there to help these people. Yeah, it's tragic anytime kids die, man. But that's happening here, too. Constantly, every day, a fucking kid dies for no reason here. Um, Probably every hour. I don't know the statistics on it, but um, I, I really don't give a fuck about Ukraine. And I don't think anyone should uh, that lives over here. And most of the people that can't even point it out on a map um yes, are really true. concerned about it you know flying the the azov flag which are nazis they are neo-nazis they have ss in their seal i don't know if you've noticed that but it's like an actual nazi group dude so you know these people are going to end up being our enemies in you know 10 or 20 years they're going to be the next massive you know false flag kind of like the taliban like all these other groups but yeah i say fuck ukraine man i think it's it's kind of a, a shame um that that more is not being done about that and just the the misuse of our tax dollars dude it it really is a a huge misuse of our of our money and to the point of like these politicians if someone was sincere i wouldn't vote for someone if they just said let's just get rid of the income tax the federal income tax and state income taxes let's just get rid of that because it's proven that that money doesn't go to anything to help us americans it really doesn't if you could prove me wrong um, I'm I'm happy to listen to it, but our money does not get sent over. the The Egyptian slaves, the Jews in Egypt, were taxed less than the average middle income person is right now in the United States, like counting for inflation and all that shit, right? So, you know, that's that's how somebody could be sincere in running 
to try to uh, run for politics, run for president, and actually be on the side of the people. Just give her the fucking income tax. I'll vote yeah. for it. I mean, every I think everyone would. No right. one would have a problem with that. Would you have a problem with no income tax, Brandon? Uh, I wouldn't have a problem with that. It's I think the consequences of that that I'd have a problem with. What are the consequences? So, well, you know that road that you just drove on, Ryan? I know that the anarchists will say that if it wasn't for the government, we'd step in there. And it's really easy to be a uh, Monday morning Monday morning quarterback uh, <laughs> or, or a uh, Saturday morning philosopher but so pay for um, that until that happens sales tax property tax all that's a lot of fucking money and we pay a shitload of money here and the roads still suck so yeah not- it's a, it's a it's a terrible place to be building roads in the first place i don't think it's a good idea for the planet or for this country that people populating this area you can tell how much of a hypocrite i am because i'm going to stay here and die in arizona for the rest of my life <laughs> but uh but i think it is a fact that you know even the the economic projects that they were sanctioning over in, over in China where they were trying to make the river go in, go the, go in opposite directions so they can populate places that should never be populated in the first place that shit's going on over here that's the cap program the Arizona water program they're literally making rivers go up to put to to fulfill this population i don't well, think that human growth is, in this way is good and uh, i wish the money could be spent better but i also like my roads as soon as somebody uh, sets up a, a fine road uh, a pay road. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll get into it. It'll probably be it'll probably be better. Where mm-hmm. is it? Especially now that the government is getting into more PPP projects. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, private public partnership programs. I'm hoping we'll see some mix of them. But uh, but even that is going to be seen as scary for people who are afraid of the government because. While it looks like, oh, the government's just sharing these roads a little bit more. They're a little bit more accountable and they're taking a little bit less less tax from us because it's being paid for by private monies. Uh, it looks more like they're just encroaching onto uh, onto the public highways and free freeways of travel. So, well, I will say before uh, income tax and, and 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 a lot of taxes, the roads and highways were already being built That's without. True. And you said something about pay road. Like, do you guys have toll road, toll roads? You don't have no, that. And I'm fucking glad that we don't dude. Cause everyone yeah. says they suck. <laughs> they do. Out here in Pennsylvania, they are the shittiest fucking roads. And we have, to, you know, I avoid them, but if you want to travel them, you have to pay, you know, her exit or, you know, X amount of miles. And they're full of potholes. They're the worst fucking roads too. And that goes back into Hey, we're from the government. We're here to help. No, you you don't fucking help shit ever. <laughs> well, well, but uh, but toll but t- toll roads toll roads are the ones that are paid for by private monies. This is what I'm saying. I, I understand that if we're really to compare private roads versus public roads, the whole dynamic has to be different here. But we have a nice little maybe. I think it's apples to apples comparison of what public roads look like and what private roads look like. The, the toll roads are more private based and they're shittier. You can see that. The public roads are doing a better job now. Federal income tax does not necessarily go to that uh, as directly as other sorts of taxes, but you know that they get in there at least the, because the the, fe- the federal tax helps I, us pay our um, our 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 social welfare programs too. Which I know, thankfully, none of us have to benefit from them uh, or have to have to rely on them, but they are there and they are getting used. A lot of people like them. With toll roads and ghosts, I don't know if if uh, if Brandon, if you hear the same thing when some when one of us is talking and then Ghost tries to kind of speak up, 
I, I don't hear any of his thing. Do you, are you seeing that, yeah. Jim? Yeah, I'm seeing that too. I'm going to mute for a little bit because I've been talking too much. You guys go ahead. No, no. I mean, I it's nice to yeah, see right now. Sorry, Ghost. I didn't hear a thing you said. Go ahead. I just said, no, no, you're fine. It I, might be a lag in the uh, the internet connection. Okay. I didn't hit any fucking buttons this week. Okay. Good, good, good. Um, so there was uh, something that, that you said. Oh, the idea of a, of a toll road being worse than a public road so that kind of makes a case for like yeah we need public roads where the money's going all those quarters that you're flowing throwing into a, a toll road it's not going back into the product it's going back into the pockets of the people that are charging you it's the same concept so that's the thing it's having people of a moral you know coming from some kind of more moral position when they're saying like hey every single quarter that goes into this fucking machine here is going back into the product when you're running something strictly for profit, it's going to, it's going to suffer if, it, if a lot of people have to be served by it. Right now, this is the thing Now people could say, well, why do you charge for information on your podcast? Because it's a fucking side thing. You don't have to listen to my show. Some people have to take those roads. You know, it's the same thing with Obamacare, which people will say, you know, Obamacare helped a lot of people. It fucked a lot of people too. So that's the thing. When you say that this is a hundred percent free, but you have to sign up for it. No, you fucking don't get the fuck out of here. So I, I think it's it's a it's a you know, this whole country is a racket, man. The whole idea of having fucking insurance on your car, you know, um, all these different things. There's no reason that you should be forced to have insurance. Right. If you hurt somebody, I, I don't really know who should be responsible for that. I think that everyone should be responsible for themselves kind of at the end of the day. Um, yeah, it's sad, dude. I got in this this argument and, and I've talked about it many times here. Drunk driving. Should you get arrested for for dr drinking and driving? If you just get pulled over and the cop sees that you're drunk, you were driving fine, you didn't cause any accident, you weren't driving crazy or anything, should you get arrested because you could have, you know, hurt somebody? I don't think you should, personally. No, and back, back in the day, the cop would give you a fucking ride home. See, that's what cops should be there for, man, is to help people. Like, I when I got in my car accident, a cop drove past me and the truck that I was driving was upside down. Like, what the fuck are cops here for, man? They really don't help much. Like, they really don't help that much at all. So uh, go ahead, Brandon. Well, I was going to say those are those are publicly funded services. And while as uh, population has just increased and the amount of taxes that people want to pay has stayed the same or gone down, as you're eloquating right now, um, that presents a real problem. And also, while my side of the of the fucking aisle is saying defund the police, <laughs> I'm not I'm not down for that just to remind you guys about that. But they're but saying this... defund the police and and they 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 say these catchy things. It's the same thing with Black Lives Matter. It's not about black lives. It's about elite liberals. Is what Black Lives Matter is about. And that's proven. So they can say defund the police, but they want to militarize militarize and privatize police. That's where it's coming from. I mean that that is a trend in and of itself that I I I don't know if I would agree on where it's coming from politically, but I, I'm guessing that it's coming uh, at least equally from 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 both sides. I'll tell you that. How, how about it's a this, uniparty? Though? We we got to try to not use the left versus right liberals for everything. It's really the same thing, a hundred percent. Like that's proven. AOC yeah. and uh, Gates will argue with each other, and then they'll vote yes on the same bills. So right. he probably, it's, it's up versus down, not left versus right. He probably gets his dick sucked. Maybe. Now, I mean, I wouldn't what, by be, because your beliefs there about drunk driving, uh, insurance, registration, I'm, I'm guessing as well, because all of those practically, if you are practically to 
live by those beliefs. They put you in the lane of a sovereign citizen. Yeah, uh, yeah. or sovereign uh, national, state national. Sovereign, yeah, yeah, yeah. So why? So if you don't, so I, I think you guys are all registered and insured, but if it's not, it's not because you don't, it's not because you don't believe what you're saying is true that you don't do that. Why do you think it is because you do that? I think it's just, I think it's because of the threat of force and, and repercussions from the law. Is that just it? Is that enough to get you guys to, to go against your beliefs in that way? Well, yeah. I mean, I think anyone would say that they don't want to get pulled over by a police officer when they're doing nothing wrong and they say license and registration. You say, well, I don't have registration or where's your where's your insurance? I don't have insurance. OK, well, you know, depending on where you live, you can get arrested. You can get your car towed. You can get all, you know, fined. No one wants to deal with with that. So it's like, yeah, I'll pay my sixty dollars a month. But that's a shame. That's another form of taxing. You know what I mean? I wouldn't mind paying for all these stupid fucking things like registration, um, you know, the the insurance and all these things. If my income tax could just not even be questioned. Right. So if you make six hundred dollars, the government wants to know where that came from. Meanwhile, a lot of our money, like the day before 9-11, was it millions or billions of dollars just goes missing? And they're like, well, let's just take down these two buildings and kill thousands of people instead of having a fucking answer to the people that pay our bills. Same thing with Ukraine. Same thing with a lot of really, really, really wealthy people, including Trump, man. Like, I think that people constantly forget that I don't support either side at all anymore. It's the same. Um, Same with libertarians, too. I mean, libertarians, uh, that Cato Institute or whatever, that's like, you know, Koch brother elite funding shit. None of those things. No political parties are looking out for you, man. So you could pay for all this stuff with sin taxes on alcohol and cigarettes. I love drinking, right? Um, I don't know if you still smoke cigarettes, Brandon, but, you know, and you you said back then, you know that you shouldn't be smoking cigarettes. I'm sure that you wouldn't have a problem with a syntax if they would just leave your fucking income alone. Yeah, I mean, they've um they've managed to do both at the same time, because that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the only reason I'm paying ten dollars uh, on the West Coast for a pack of cigarettes is because of that tax, uh, which I'm all for. And again, one of the main things I try to do with all my political uh, the people who I don't like is try to find something that I don't that that they did that I liked something that I would support. One of the best things that uh, the Trump uh, administration did was increase the minimum age of smoking to 21. I'm really really happy about that. It's another instance of government control, and uh, yeah, I'd be down for I'd be down for what you're saying um, uh, more I'm, more so, Ryan, because you know. I'm I'm old school when it comes to smoking and drinking. You're 18. You can go die for your country. Why can't oh, yeah. you? Have- why can't you fucking have a cigarette? I was going to say up the age of the military to 21. That's, I think, something that should absolutely be done because, like, they need crazy kids that are having dick measuring contests yep. to go and fight in the military. And that's why so many bad things happen to these people when they come back because their brains aren't even fully developed when they're going out there and killing people and making big boy decisions. And then they come back and they're fucked up for the rest of their lives. It's a, it's a relic of World War One and World War Two thinking where going to war was the only way to become a man. I'm very, very happy that we're not in that place. I'm, uh, I was feeling very secure on my submarine and not on a, on a battlefield. And, uh, yeah, I would, I would definitely support the increase and, um, uh, of age to military service as well, which is something that we have to do, unfortunately, just through government. Uh, and that I know, I mean, ghosts, I find, it difficult to believe that you are a big supporter of the military 
budget, although I know that you're a veteran. So where do you come down on, on that, my man? That's a slippery slope. Um, I'm just glad that your submarine didn't decrease by half the population when it, when it, when it came up. Military uh, <laughs> joke. But uh, <laughs> what does that mean? It, you put 100 sailors in a submarine. 50 you, couples. The couples come back up. Okay. And, I thought like you were talking about like half of them dying. Like, no, geez. They, they fall in love. Uh, it's a slippery slope because when I went in, I was like very, and this was before 9 11. I got out right before 9 11, wanted to go back in, um, was having my only child at the time and didn't because, you know, young guy, I was 23, 24, or whatever. I think we need to have a military, but I don't think we need to have a military in almost every foreign nation. We don't need to have a base everywhere. You know what I mean? Like bring all our troops home. We can fight from here. We have the technology to launch and fight from here. We don't need to be in Germany so we can get to uh, Ukraine in 45 minutes by via jet. We don't need to be in Saudi Arabia. We don't need to be in Korea. You know, I, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Bring it all back. You know, but at the end of the day, people are going to be like, but we need all that. Yeah. You're conditioned to think all that because it's the military industrial complex. That's how government gets rich, no matter who's in power. If it's a right or left person, the uniparty always wants war because both sides get funded and both sides make a lot of fucking money out of it. And guess what? The American citizen that wants to stand up and go, hoorah, hoorah, whatever, they suffer. They're the ones that fucking suffer. They're the ones that are sacrificed and, you know, oh, never forget, never forget the fallen, yada, yada, yada. Everybody forgets the fallen until it's Veterans Day or it's, uh, you know, any, any other fucking military holiday, uh, you, you know, Memorial Day. You know, that's the only time people ever fucking remember. Other than that. Nobody fucking cares. You know, they go about their, their day. Oh, fuck. We got a, we got Memorial Day. Let's do some hamburgers and hot dogs and drink a lot of beer. Cause I never, sir. Yeah. This, this day makes me proud. It's like, why? But yeah. So then, then, uh, you know, I was going to say too, you know, you shouldn't be able to go into government and come out of it more wealthy than when you went in by quite a bit. I mean, you mentioned your boy Obama, which I think is goofy, dude. I don't think anyone should call any politician unless you've ever met them, right? And like personally have their phone number. Dude, that guy would not give a fuck if anything happens to you, Brandon. You know I'm being just you know I'm saying it only to piss you off and I'm happy to see it and it's re- and it's uh it doesn't make me mad. Here. I just think it's really goofy and stupid. It's like I, I say this all the time. It's like watching a football game and, and, and hoping that the referee wins. You know, it's <laughs> it's so backwards. So like this guy goes in, he's worth six figures. Then he comes out, he's worth like eight or even nine. You know, that's your money. That's my money. And and these guys aren't public servants. All that they're, they're they want to be rulers. And that's why they get into it. It's a power trip thing. There's nothing about serving. They don't even fucking take half of the country's opinion into account when they make their decisions on both He'll, sides i'm just gonna call you his boy brandon is if you're on like fucking big like yeah yeah no yeah, I, I, have, I, have, your mustache. I have no doubt <laughs> my mustache right <laughs> i have no doubt uh that if he met me he would treat me and call me 
just like every other cracker he's ever met. So, so there's, there's no illusions there, guys. I can, I can promise you there. <laughs> it, it is a, it is a matter. I mean, this is a classic philosophical question that is, I mean, it's the, it's the, unfortunately the most shallow one. And I know we're, we're getting long on time here and we can't get to the bottom of it between the three dumb fucks that we have on this show here, but it is how, well, what do you want your ruler to look like? You know, I, I, myself, I understand and appreciate a little bit of Machiavellianism in my leader, someone who maybe will do not something not so good to achieve an end that is a little bit better. And maybe it's not for the best people. I, I understand it. I see it. It's going to happen anyways. It's, it's, a, it's a game of relatives. And when you guys start, I can understand that when they become, when both parties start looking like the same party, that, that, that relative, that differential between the two, it just doesn't seem to matter all the more, all the more. So right. um, I wish there was a way for you guys to put, to, you know, make that, uh, that energy, your mind's heard. Unfortunately, it requires you guys to vote, which I know you're not out of, which I'm not exactly sad about. So uh, it doesn't matter anyway, fix man. it, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say they're selected, not elected. Um, yeah, why I, are they all related? Exactly. <laughs> Isn't and that weird? It, it is weird. Now, Brandon, you, you said your boy was in office when uh, Crimea happened. Well, that's when the big guy was over there doing his dealings with Ukraine. And now oh, here, Biden. Yeah. He, 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 he's in charge and we have, we have a war, but you know, it, at the end of the day, I love these conversations because it, it fascinates me. And, and we talked about this before we even started recording. I was like, Brandon, you know, in the early days of listening to, to Dangerous World, I would fucking yell at my, my fucking earbud. I'd be like, how the fuck do you think like that? But to hear your growth and how you've, you, you're still who you are, but you're, you're, you're thinking, I, I'm not saying it's come to our side fully, of fuck the government or whatever but you're 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 sitting back and, and you're, you're starting to question like is this really right but you still hold on which is good and that's what gives this kind of conversation and flow a great time a great listen because there's right. gonna let's gonna listen to this episode and are probably going to be screaming at Brandon or screaming like, Ryan, why didn't you fucking put him in check or ghost? Why didn't you say this? Or Brandon, why? Blah, blah, blah. And it, dude, enjoy the entertainment. Well, that's the thing, man. That's what I was saying earlier is like when you, when you listen to someone and they, and what they're saying makes you mad. It's that whole Howard Stern thing, right? It's like uh, people that love me are going to listen and people that hate me are going to listen more. You know, when you, you can't just constantly listen to the same shit, that's how you get stupid. And that's how you fall into QAnon, you yeah. know, like I was never all in on QAnon, but I thought it was very interesting. I thought they made some good points, you know, and it's like, yeah, that's that's when you get sucked into a cult when you when you can't hear outside opinions. And I actually do think that when was that whole thing with the, like when I had that falling out with like the whole tinfoil hat crew or whatever, early 2020, maybe I forget when that was two years early, early last year. No, it was uh, 2021. It was right. Yeah, right. Early 2022. Right. Okay. All right. February, yeah. I think, but whatever it was, but like that, that the conspiracy podcasting world was getting really culty. Like everyone was like saying the same shit literally quoting like saying the same words mm -hmm. right 
the same phrases, the same little like, you know, gimmicks and stuff like that. And it, it becomes boring really quick, man. So um, I think it's uh, I think it's good to have different opinions and different thoughts out there. And it's what makes us I think that's one of the last things that we have in this country that's actually good um that that you know people can disagree and and you can talk shit about the government to a certain extent once you start exposing certain people ask uh you know Hastings who was talking about John Brennan and then his car runs into a tree right you can't say certain things but you know you can at least criticize you can say fuck obama fuck trump you can say these things um if you say michelle obama's a man like uh what's that comedian like we sang like we sang about ryan <laughs> we did sing about it but we weren't the first to break it who's the comedian the lady a uh, barbara walters no oh joan rivers sorry joan, joan rivers, rivers. <laughs> you said that so matter of fact like too uh barbara Jurors. walters is very close with henry kissinger though by the way but yeah uh <laughs> uh she you know talks about Michelle Obama having a dick and we have already had our gay president, which I do think, I mean, if you see the back yes. on Michelle, very strange, it's <laughs> wide. Um, but yeah, man, you know, she goes and has surgery and then she dies. Like you, there is still that aspect of like the slaves can't talk about the masters too much, but um, you know, it's good to argue. I think a little bit about it or debate. What were you yeah, saying? So yes to Brandon. I think I caught you in something on accident. Cause I said the back, are you going to say he's gay? <laughs> Obama's gay. No, 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 no. The uh, the idea of us having having had already a gay president is very, very likely. Again, to go back to the good talkers, are, or sorry, bad talk, bad talkers are good leaders. Idea. You know, Jefferson was called a hermaphrodite because of the way he spoke. You know, very mm. regularly, very, very low. He's very not confident in his own speeches from Virginia. He spends a lot of time in France. You know all this, <laughs> but uh, so yes, uh, put watch out for the the. Um, Watch out for the hucksters, the ones who talk too ones. fast. Uh, always tune in to the, the the grassroots and the people who are just having conversations in their own homes. I think that is what um, sometimes government ends up talking about and helping us straighten out a little bit. It's okay that you guys don't. Um, I'm happy to have to have been here today. I'll tell you that. Yeah, man, it, it is great. If you need to get out of here, you can go at any time, Brandon. Um, I, I don't know how long Ghost wants to go. He's always down to go longer. But one thing I was going to say, too, the grassroots, even that is heavily, heavily compromised. You should check out this website, Brandon. It's called ISGP-Studies. Um, I can send you a right. link, actually, right now before you get out of here. You'd really enjoy it. Like when you're bored and you're, you know, maybe in bed and you want to just check out something. Um, then your dick. Yeah. What'd you say? That's it. Other than your dick. Yes. Um, check this out. And they have like just great articles on like the liberal CIA owning rock and heavy metal and the, their deep dives, really, really deep dives and all this stuff. But they have one about uh, artificial grassroots movements. And it's like all the things like the hippie movement, uh, music in the CIA and all these things. Tons and tons of information. You, you can spend like months on this website just looking at stuff um where's the damn chat here i'll post it but yeah, did man, you need to get you out of here brandon no no well you go, you guys hit me up with that for sure i'll take a look at it i'm sorry uh, the, the only other thing goes to you tell us if if time is if time is up here i wanted to see if you guys were just looking at the trump trial and just like not even caring about it at all because, like most of the conspiracy theory world that i've heard of that was the only thing i wanted to confirm before i got out of here is that is my summary of it quite accurate yeah i think it's yeah. a dog and pony show yep the distraction you guys, haven't, you guys haven't read it, I, I'm guessing? 
I haven't read the indictment. No, not okay. going to waste right. the time at all. Okay. It, you know, it, uh, and that's, it's funny that, that you laugh about that because it's literally just meant to be there. You know, it's meant to, to waste time and to get people on, on, you know, the liberal side meant to get them excited, meant to get the people on the right, you know, disheartened and, and feed that division more. I could not give a fuck. I mean, just like if, if something were to happen to me, Trump wouldn't give a shit. I don't give a fuck if something were to happen to him. And it's not. I, I really I think he's actually going to be the next president. Um, if it's not him, it's going to be RFK. Maybe this Ramaswamy dude or whatever. But uh, yeah, I think I think this is just part of a plan of some kind, which sucks. It makes you real cynical and it makes it exhausting to talk to you. Right. It makes it exhausting for someone to have a political conversation with me. That is like all about one side or the other. Like, oh, I'm, I'm so excited to go and vote for fucking Biden, yeah. which I mean, you know, yeah. someone is out there saying that. But, and then I'm sitting there saying, like, dude, it's all fake. They're all related. Literally, Obama is a second cousin to George H.W. Bush, right? Like, a fucking high school girl did an experiment where every president was related. Trump wasn't in office yet, but every president other than the peanut farmer was related, right? Every single one of them. And they all go back to King George, the fifth, I think. So it's like, how can you how can you know that and then, you know, say that this is real, right? It's all theater. If they really hated Trump, dude, they would have JFK'd him, right? JFK was probably the last legitimate president that we had. Um, but, yeah, man, it's all it's all goofy, dude. And like I said, the first gay president that we know of was Abraham Lincoln. So just he saying. Did. He did seem to like to get down. The old uh, log party Republicans or what do they call them? The loggers. <laughs> There's something. It's some weird name. American Dad did a really funny episode on it. It's gay people that support the Republican Party. But yeah, I sent that link, Brandon, and uh, you'll have a lot of fun on that if you're just bored and want to read some like interesting stuff. Because I, I actually kind of think it's a CIA controlled site because of the amount of information. And you have like Harvard professors like talking praises and stuff. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. We do have to do a con of the week before we get out of here if we are getting out of here now. We yeah, could. well, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you guys, I'm going to take off. Thank you guys so much for having me. We'll text uh, afterwards here, guys. Uh, I really appreciate it being a, a part of the, uh, of the talk today. I'll definitely check out that website because my, my, my influence by the conspiracy theory world has atrophied a bit. So any chance that I get yeah. to dig back into it, I enjoy it. Um, everybody, I hope you guys have a good one. Hit me up on uh, Instagram at Dangerous Gent. I also have a really good, really getting really high ratings and starting to turn a, a nice profit for me. Uh, a learning course on listenable.io about science in the uh, Arabian civilization. And I think that's all I have to say, guys. Thank you nice. very much. You got before you go, we do have to do the cunt of the week. Don't um, go oh, quite yet. Okay. All it's right. quick. It's quick. So, you know, the cunt of the week. Ghost play some music. You probably won't be able to hear it very well, but in the actual episode, uh, you'll be able to hear it on my end at least. And then his end's good. But we talk about someone, you just mentioned someone that we talked about today that is your cunt of the week. Someone that's just a piece of shit. Um, and it's someone that we talked about in the episode. It can be, you know, anything that we mentioned here. So go ahead and hit that music, Ghost. Why don't you go fuck yourself, dickhead? You are a cunt, cunt. And just to be fair, Brandon, last week I nominated myself as cunt of the week. So it's open game for anybody. He's hinting you that be- you should make yourself cunt of the week, I think. Uh, no, I'm- <laughs> well, I, I've, I'm not very good at these at all. Remember, when I called a, uh, a guy who was dead already in the Deadpool. I'm not very good at picking these, oh, yeah. <laughs> these things. And you should see my fantasy football lineup. So, no, no, no. Well, who, who you guys got calling uh, call this year, this week? Excuse me. I'll say Ramaswamy. 
Ramaswamy, whatever. I got it. Did I nail it? Yes, dude. We try to take each other's, but yeah, I'm going with him. I'll, I'm going to go with, uh, uh, I guess he, you, you would have, cause we didn't even touch, we didn't touch on half the shit that I, I wanted to. Um, just, I'm going to go, uh, the federal government only given $700 to, uh, the Hawaii victims of Lahaina and given all this money to Ukraine. $700 ain't shit. I mean, I pay more, uh, most people pay more in that in rent or mortgage. So that's my cut of the week. Come on, help help the fellow fucking Americans out. And Brandon is Hawaiian too, so I'm surprised he didn't. He spent some time Shaka, in Hawaii. Shaka. <laughs> yeah, do you got Shoot one, man? Face, if yeah. not, if if it wasn't someone that we mentioned, you could just mention anybody. Imperialists. There, they're, they're they're the real cunts of it. I mentioned it with with Russia, and it has a lot to do with the Hawaiian fire. There. <laughs> okay. Okay. Works. Well, yeah. Yeah, you can get out of here, Brandon, since I, I know you you said you wanted to go. Um, All right, guys. Have a good guys, one, man. Thanks guys, for popping on. Yeah, you guys too. Bye-bye. Later. Bye. Do you want to pause real quick, and maybe we can just take a second, figure out what we're doing? Okay. Okay. Well, we have to thank Brandon Peacock and uh, got ladies, ladies, ladies. I apologize that he shaved <laughs> his off, Okay. He used to give fucking free mustache rides like a motherfucker to but, everyone. Yeah, to everyone. He was the bean of the week. And uh, I think maybe that's what we should call our, our special guest, the bean of the week. Um, but he fits in with the clip. Yeah. And, and yeah, absolutely. And he so uh, feels about that. <laughs> if he wants to be that. Hey, he's uh, at the bean of the week. But anyway. <laughs> He will be back more, uh, especially once the uh, the political and election season catches more fire and more traction. And uh, it's it's nice to hear uh, the other side of things, if that makes sense. I mean, and yeah, back in the day, I even admitted, man, he used to fire me up. Not so much anymore. It's it's like, okay, you got your beliefs, I got mine. We can meet in the middle, and if we can meet in the middle and have a conversation. It's no different than talking at the tavern like the founders did at the Green Dragon and founders. the founders of America that that changed America into a New England, basically, just yeah. uh, out kings and queens. So uh, other than that, I think we should uh, we'll jump out of here. And cool. uh, thanks for listening. Make sure you tune in next week and maybe in, during the political season, we might do uh Tuesdays and Thursdays. We're not sure yet. Go get some of that conspiracy themed soap. Other than that, we will see you next Tuesday.